0: Welcome to the Refs Need Love 2 podcast, a show that gives you a real, raw, and behind-the-scenes view of one of the hardest jobs on the pitch, the referee. I'm your host, David Gerson, a grassroots referee with seven years of experience in over a thousand matches under my belt. You can find me at refsneedlove2.com and on TikTok, the same name. Today, we are going to explore why anyone in their right mind would want to be a referee. Run around... Get yelled at by everyone, it's an impossible job. Here are some of the reasons why I love being a ref. So, why do I like being a ref? I have to tell you, the first and probably most important thing for me is the mental challenge and distraction. So, I am not a referee as a full time job. You know, I'm 47, almost 48 years old. I got into refereeing eight years ago when my son uh, wanted to become a ref he was 10 years old and he had been playing since he was three and you know he's just I don't kind of chip off the old block he likes being in positions um, of responsibility um, when I was growing up I mean I, I probably had every student government job you could you could possibly have um, I was eventually president of my rugby team in college I mean I j- I'm just a glutton for punishment but I want things to be, my responsibility. And my son seems to want the same type of thing. He wants to be responsible for where he's going in life. And he wanted to get a job at 10 years old, wanted to start earning money. So uh, when he became, wanted to become a referee, I was like, well, I'll do it too. If I'm going to be driving him to the pitch, I might as well get certified. Uh, So I got certified and we started refing together. And I, I can't even get to tell you, you know, how many, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of hours. Not only have we been on the field together over these eight years, but just the, you know, the hundreds upon hundreds of hours of conversations, you know, at home, at the dinner table, um, you know, on the couch, watching, you know, football or soccer together, um, seeing a play online and discussing it together. It's been an amazing thing that we've gotten to share together, and, and I cherish every minute of it. Um, I, I know for him, You know, it's been an outrageously valuable experience, Uh, certainly being a referee at 10 years old, um, you know, first starting, you know, doing lines and then possibly refereeing some like U8 uh, games or, you know, U6 little fun recreational matches and starting to move up to the U12 and U14s as he started getting older and then having to deal not only with players his own age in having to, you know, call fouls and and discipline with cautions or send offs, uh, but also deal with coaches you know, who might have been getting out of hand. I mean, unbelievable experience for him. Great money. You know, certainly was able to, you know, buy his own iPhone. (laughs) You know, pay for, you know, gas, you know, as he got a car. You know, pay for, you know, part of his car. So, like, you know, just the things that he wanted to do with his friends, having that money, having that control and knowing that he's going off to college with, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars in his bank account that he put there from refereeing and now he's got another job is just absolutely wonderful. So I understand for him. Um, but for me, as an adult, you know, why do I do it? I, I have a full-time job and I, and I get paid, you know, well, I, I provide for my my family and I think I'm well compensated at my full-time job. And, and that job is demanding. Um, I run a, a large department. I won't go into too much detail of my, of my job, but I've got employees, I've got deadlines, I've got, you know, Budgets I've got to you know stay within. I've got campaigns I have to run, um, you know major you know projects, global projects that require me to be up, you know on a phone call. Let's say five or six a.m. with global colleagues, and then you know all the way through the day and the evening into night here in North America. Um, it's a demanding job. So why take on another job <laughs> that's on my weekends or in my evenings uh, to be a referee, which as we know is a thankless job. I mean, generally, if a game has gone well, half the players on the field tolerate you. The other half, you know, think you're awful. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's just the way it is. It's rare that you actually get a thank you. I mean, every now and then you get a, a real proper genuine, you know, that was great. Thank you so much type of thing. But they're rare. They're, they're notable. That's what I would say because they happen so rarely. So why choose to do it? Um, I will say for me in particular, the first thing is it is a uh, a distraction from the day to day i have uh, you know i work in corporate america and it can be stressful um, if i don't have some other hobby going on then i'm thinking about that the the my primary job all the time and that's not good uh, you get burnout uh, you get tired you get exhausted You're just, you just for me i need a, i need a break i need some separation I need an ability to really uh, clear my head, and I don't have the money to go on vacation every every weekend. So for me, my mental vacation is being a referee. Uh, That when I get out there on the pitch, uh, that I am one hundred percent focused, if not more than one hundred percent focused, for uh, the time that I'm out there on the pitch, and I think that is really, really valuable. Uh, not only to be, do a great job as a referee, but I feel like it makes me a better professional when I'm, you know, at my office job or when I'm home with my family that I have this, this release, if you will, this mental release, um, it's, it's me very therapeutic, um, so it's you know it's it's a distraction if you will it's a you know creative outlet if you will uh, which is which is fabulous. The other thing is that you know and also still on the mental part is that it's a mental challenge <laughs> that I know that I'll never be perfect as a referee. There there is no such thing as perfect. Um, We all know that we've seen (laughs) referees, Premier League referees, La Liga referees, Bundesliga referees uh, who, you know, quote, unquote, can make a mistake here or there or have a judgment that we don't necessarily agree with, um, that it's never going to be perfect. You could always strive to be better. Uh, The laws of the game... You know, you can read the laws of the game a thousand times and then you'll find something that's like, oh man, I didn't see that word in there before. Uh, or you'll read the considerations and you're like, oh gosh, I haven't seen that before. Or there'll be a play that just you've never seen before and it happens like every single week. There'll be a scenario or a play or, you know, an occurrence of events that is like, oh my gosh, I've never seen that before. Um, I find that to be absolutely uh, fascinating and it keeps me wanting to to learn more, to get better. Um, is is just fantastic. Um, I will say, kind of a third thing is it's like humbling, right? So, <laughs> I, I I I sometimes I feel uh, sometimes like in my job I've been doing uh, I've been in marketing and product development roles for twenty seven years or so, and I feel pretty strong as a marketer. I mean, I, I know I could. There's so much more that I could do, without a doubt. But man, there is something about being a referee that just keeps you really, really humble or a need to be humble. You know, that always striving to do better with our you know, mechanics, our positioning on the pitch, um, our communication with the players. It's just a constant reminder. For me that you could always do better in everything you could do. you could always give more, you could always get do better, you could always learn more. Um, I find it to be a consistently humbling experience and it's good for my ego <laughs> to be reminded of that constantly. Uh, I just I find that to be a, a good thing. good trait to have, to be humble. Uh, to not wanting to be the the star of the show to try and help facilitate a great match a great com- competitive match to the to, to the laws of the game, I think that's fantastic uh the The fourth thing here and, and this is kind of is kind of funny i don 't know if other people think about it like this, but I think being a referee, especially in your your local area, is a service to your community sincerely. As an adult, Um, I know that we came up through our area playing uh, recreational and then academy, uh, soccer or football, and I don't really remember uh, the refs that I've had through those years, but man, I should have probably paid more attention to them and made even more of an effort to go out of my way to tell them how much I appreciate what they do. Um, Because I can tell you, I, I do remember some Existences or experiences where we've had subpar referees, and it is painful. (laughs) It makes it really hard to concentrate on the game of football that we all love. If you have someone who just doesn't want to be there, or they just have their hands in their pockets, or they stand in the center circle that just doesn't look professional, man, it is wonderful when you have a referee out there who's really, you know, working hard doing everything they can to be in the right position, communicating with players, keeping things safe, keeping things fair. It is so much more fun to go watch your kid in a game that's being well-officiated when all you need to worry about is the kids or think about the kids and their effort and their abilities, uh, their ability to execute on the ball and not just being constantly baffled and frustrated um, because there's a referee who's, for, for lack of a better saying here, just picking up a paycheck. I mean, really does not care, is not giving it all. And um, it's becoming more of a, an issue than it is than actually the actual game itself. Uh, so I, I consider it a bit of a, a service to my community. I don't know if anyone interprets like that. I have had a lot of parents come up to me and say, man, that was the best you know ref game we've ever seen. And listen, I love that. But more, it's the kids. I want them to have a professional experience. I want them to have a great match. I want them to know that it was their energy and efforts that led to them, you know, winning or losing their game, and their ability to execute and shoot and pass and, and challenge, you know, in a fair manner. That's what determined the game. It wasn't about the referee. Uh, the uh, in saying that, <laughs> so this is my fifth reason I hate bad refs. <laughs> so those people who do all those things that I described earlier, that really bothers me. It really, really does. And listen, I don't think anyone's out there trying to not do a great job. Um, but you know, if no one is providing an example of an alternative, uh, or possibly giving you know feedback, if we're on a crew together and they allow me to give you know feedback, they won't get better. There are no mentors out at our pitches giving feedback on a regular basis. It's just not happening. <laughs> it's just not. Happening. I mean, maybe at State Cup, or if you're one of the very lucky, lucky few, the 0.01% that get to go to regionals, then you're getting feedback. You're going to some international or national tournament or some type of high-level ECNL tournament, maybe you're getting a little bit of feedback. But um, you know, general academy games, certainly not recreational. There's no one giving feedback. So you know, if there are refs who, you know, don't get any feedback, they don't get any training, don't get any mentoring, you know, they're just going to continue doing what they do. And every year we've got tons of refs who sign up, who, you know, don't get that guidance or don't get that reinforcement, whatnot. And they continue to just put a poor performance out on the pitch and it's bad for everyone. Um, so, you know, I want them to do better. So the way I help them do better is I show up and I demonstrate what I think is probably the right behaviors on a pitch. And if I'm on a crew with them, you know, I'm, Ask them if I can provide some feedback and hopefully they can take it a step in the right direction. Uh, The next one here is by being a referee and being, you know, 48 years old with three kids that are still at home. I got got two high schoolers and one middle schooler about to be a high schooler. You know, I want to encourage other people to join up. Uh, We are at an outrageous (laughs) dearth of officials, uh, we have, you know, we, we've lost like fifty percent of the certified officials uh, in the last uh, four or five years. I mean, part of that is due to COVID, um, part of that is due to demographics, with the the size of Generation X being a lot smaller than the baby boomers. Uh, but we need people to come on out and. Join up, and people my age would be great referees. You know, people forty to fifty years old. Um, you're mature. You're still physically fit, or hopefully physically fit, or you could be physically fit. Um, so I think it's you know, it's a great time to be a ref. So I want to be out there, and I want to demonstrate to other parents who are on the sidelines watching their kids. You know that maybe it's something that they can do. You know, where the, with their son or daughter, or on their own. It's Fantastic. So I want to encourage other people to join up. Um, The next thing is physical fitness. So I am one of those people. uh, I hate to run. And when I say I hate to run, I mean, don't tell me that I need to go run five miles. That will be painful. I am not a natural runner. Uh, my, you know my, my, my running style, my gait, I'm pretty heavy on my heels. Uh, I am not naturally a fast person. And the idea of like running five miles in my neighborhood or running on a treadmill for five miles kill me now. But you put me on a soccer pitch <laughs> and I gotta do three games and i run 12 to 15 miles like i am like one of the happiest people you'll ever meet i love it i'm elated i'm excited you know it's all about Again, losing yourself in the moment, you know, like trying to keep up with those kids on a long switch going back up the other way after a corner kick. And I got to do like a, a 50 or 60 meter run. Like, yeah, I feel great after that. I'm so proud of myself. I love it. Um, but I'm not thinking about, you know, oh, I just covered, you know, one mile. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm working a game. And so I love that being a referee, you know, challenges me from a physical fitness standpoint. It gives me purpose. So not only, you know, to perform on the pitch on Saturday or Sunday or high school games or in the the weeknights, you know, that I'm running, but to be able to do that and do it well, I need to be working out almost every day of the week. Right now, I am doing five or six workouts Every single week, I am doing long uh, tempo runs. I'm doing, you know, sprints. I'm doing, you know, strength and conditioning, both upper body, core, lower body, trying to get more explosive so that when I'm on the pitch, on the weekend, I could be at my best, uh, so it gives me something to to work towards for physical fitness, it gives me purpose you know and i'm i 'm in good shape, like I feel strong right now, uh, and it 's all because I want to be the best referee that I can be if i didn 't have a refing, you know and i didn 't want to be the best ref that I could be i just don 't know that i 'd have the motivation. So for me, you know, it's mental, but it's also physical as well. And so I love, love, love that. Um, some of the other uh, reasons why I love being a ref, and, and I know this is going to sound a little bit uh, you know, funny, but grocery money. <laughs> Every little bit helps. There's nothing wrong with getting paid to be a referee. Um, you know, I'm waking up at, you know, six thirty in the morning on the weekends to be able to get to an eight o'clock kickoff. Um, you know, I've gotta purchase, you know, energy drinks or, or food, you know, I've got equipment that I need to pay for. Um, and then there's my time, you know, that when I'm on the pitch, and yes, I love being on the pitch, but I am away from my family. I could be doing things at home, I could be working on my house, you know, I could be hanging out with my wife and my kids. I could be doing some other projects, um, and I choose to be a referee. And i also tell you, too, it's not easy to be a referee. It's, you know, especially, you know, at the higher level, you know, you have invested, you know, very significant time, energy, effort uh, to get to where you are to be able to do these ECNL and MLS Next or, you know, adult Amateur games, ADASL or USL two or UPSL. You know, in my case, and you know, I should be compensated for that. I, I should, you know, because you don't want just any hack showing up, you know, <laughs> who doesn't know the laws and and isn't held to a higher standard. So yeah, I like getting paid. It's nice. Uh, it's not enough for me to live on, um, but you know, when I'm in season, you know, it's enough to pay for groceries for the week. I earn between you know two hundred and fifty to you know you know, maybe $300 in one weekend. Uh, I'm reffing probably three out of four weekends. Uh, When high school season runs around, it's about $150, $170 a night for two games. Um, That's not bad. I mean, by the end of the month, I mean, you're you know, earning, you know, a couple thousand dollars, you know, which is nice. I mean, that's not chump change. Um, you know, maybe it's, you know, a thousand to 2000, depending on how often I'm refing. Uh, I can't do six games every, every weekend. We have other commitments going on, but you know, 2000 bucks, you know, in a month, uh, for being a ref, I mean that's kind of nice. It's it's a nice little second job. Um, my wife's got a bunch of side gigs as well. She's a cheerleading judge. She's a gymnastics judge. She's got you know a couple different businesses. But this is my way of contributing, you know. And it's enough money for us to go on a couple vacations a year, and certainly contribute towards you know gas bills and and. You know, again, food, money, our grocery bills, it's it's nice. I mean, it enables us to, to live a better life, be able to save more for retirement, to have fun with our family. So yeah, I I like getting paid too. It's not a bad thing. Um, when you're a a teenager, you know, if you have someone who's 13, 14, 15, you know, in your house, there are very few jobs. Very few jobs that they can work out in their local community to get paid a couple hundred bucks on a weekend you know and seriously that they 'd even enjoy. Yes, are there some bad actors out there that make the job not as fun? you know maybe it's a really bad coach who's being demonstra- demonstrative or disrespectful, or maybe it's some parents who are, are being nasty? There is no doubt there's no doubt there are those people. yes, yes. There are certainly those moments in time when I question, "What am I doing here?" Generally, those times happen when it's like thirty-five degrees or forty degrees outside on a rainy night on a high school game, and you know, and the quality is not, you know, the best. And I'm I'm standing there, freezing cold. I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Why am I not home? You know, in my warm bed, <laughs> you know, laying down, enjoying myself, reading a good book. Um, But I will tell you, those times are far outnumbered by the times that I actually love being there. Um, I would say, you know, nine times out of ten, if not ninety-five times out of one hundred, you know, I finish that game and I am elated. You know, I'm thrilled that we had a good competitive match. You know, I'm you know thrilled that people behave themselves, which is wonderful because that's you know, we should all be respectful to each other. Um, But yes, there are some you know bad times as well. But man, that is life. I'm telling you you are going to come upon people that you're not going to like you're going to be in situations where you feel intimidated uh, you're going to deal with rude people. Uh, uh, being a referee is you know a, a microcosm of you know society at large and learning how to deal with that, learning how to you know engage with that or decide not to engage with that or how to report it or how to recover from that is great experience for life and so yeah that's just again a a number of the reasons why I love being a ref I am sure there are many more but hopefully that just gives you a little insight into why I love being a referee Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, As I've said many times, I am deeply in love with the sport and being a referee. Um, That is not changing anytime soon. I hope you love it as well. If you liked today's pod, please check out my website and merch at refsneedlove2.com. I appreciate your support. And as always, I hope your next game is red card free.